close encounters of the third kind. Actual contact. To me, it looked like a leprechaun to me. I got to do look up in the tree. Who else in the leprechaun say yeah? yeah! The Sasquatch was approximately 8 to 10 feet tall. It looked very human-like, but it definitely wasn't a human. After seven years of research, I am more convinced than ever that the creature known as Nessie is a real living animal. Others find it hard to believe and have come up with their own theories and explanations. Could be a crackhead that got hold to the wrong stuff. Welcome to Mysteriousness. This is episode number 12. We're already to 12. Welcome to the show. I am John Jay. I am joined, as always, by the Lances, Endless, and Lauren. Hello. And uh, with us again, as, uh, as a guest for the second time now, uh, David the Day is here. What's up? Welcome to the show, guys. Jared was too scared to come in and talk about Mothman. Listen, Jared, uh, yeah, our feature segment week. is going to be uh, about uh, Mothman. So uh, we haven't talked about this in like ten years. So yeah, I we thought... actually went back and looked la- at the last time we talked about this. Yeah, I, I thought I saw the Mothman on the way here, but it was just the red light. Oh my god, you. two red lights. You're going to be scared on your way home <laughs> again, David. I know. Last time oh. we talked about this. I was fucked up. No, last and night after t- band practice, I told the guys, like, damn it, this is going to suck. And they're like, why? It's like, I have to drive home by myself. And I've been reading about the Mothman all week. Now, think about how I feel. I sit back in this creepy office reading about that stuff. No yeah, sunlight gets in. Your house <laughs> is already haunted. And it's already haunted, so I'm like hearing stuff. Shadow people, right? For it. Yeah, so what episode of Something Planet was it that we talked about Mothman? Uh, I forget now, but I think it was like episode six or seven. Or I can look it up. And weren't like there is a search something. bar on the website now. Yeah, I'll check it out. Um, it is International Women's Day, so uh, Lauren is not going to be allowed to say anything for the rest of the episode. She's I'm only drinking wine and being quiet <laughs> for the rest of the episode. Except, yeah, except for that part right there. Except for that. <laughs> and this. Bye, Lauren. <laughs> Lauren, yeah, Lauren's not allowed. This is what happens when there's no women in the world. We don't get Lauren. Yeah, so yeah, that's what's going on today is all the men in the world are just pretending that women don't exist. Is that what's happening? Yeah, I guess. Hold off, motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) This is not something planet. (laughs) That's true. We're not going down that fucking road. Uh, Yeah, we got a great show. Let's start with uh, some new news in science. Uh, There's been a uh, substantial mammal discovery. Well, they've known these mammals have existed for a while, but uh, this is the first time they've ever been caught on film. On, on video, anyway. It, they're called the Trues Beaked Whales, and uh, even most researchers that spend their entire lives studying these things never Ooh. even get to see one. Beaked whales? Beaked, like a narwhal? Huh? Kinda, I don't know. Uh, basically, these things are are huge. They're well, like the size of an elephant. Narwhals don't have beaks, they, no, have, they have horns. Uh, the only thing I can this think has of like that has like a, a beak snatch. is like a, uh, a squid. A squid has they, a beak. They look like like giant dolphins. They do. They look like big old fat dolphins. Weird. Now, apparently these things are the size of elephants. So What? This must have been from a, quite a distance. Apparently then. they spend over 90% of their lives underneath the surface of the water, and they're like the deepest diving whales, so that's why we never see them, is because they don't really have to come up to the surface Oh, my God. Often. I wonder what the beaks are for. I wonder if it, they mostly eat crustaceans then. Maybe I don't they know. Maybe. The we don't know that, that much about them. Wait, we never, are, are we never they, saw them before. Are yeah. they beaks like... like a bottlenose dolphin, or are they beaks like, 
like a squid, like a platypus, or a bird. I think, uh, it's, I think it's more like a like a bottlenose dolphin. You think? That's what it seemed like in the video. Well, I need a closer picture because when I hear beaked, that's I'm it. Thinking that's, a like that's as close squid. as we, that's as God close as anybody ever got. It. Well, they need to get closer. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling bullshit on that. So they you guys need can to check this out on uh, Time Magazine in the science section. Um, Let's move on to UFO news. Uh, UFO sightings hit an all-time high, report says. This is from Fox News. Oh, Science. shit. Mike, we haven't talked about the shit that happened to us last week. Oh, yeah, we can. We will get to it yeah. in the show. Uh, UFOs are visiting at all-time highs, according to new statistics, which say that sightings are most common in the U.S. Uh, the findings are based on data crunched by Sam Monfort, a doctoral student in human factors and applied cognition at George Mason University. Monfort wrote up that his findings in a blog update that used information from the National UFO Reporting Center, an organization that documents UFO sightings. So according to Monfort's report, UFOs have been increasingly popping in with 104,947 reported sightings on record over the past 100 plus years. That's, That's a lot of sightings. Because ha- like most people probably just don't report it at all. Yeah, we don't. When we see them all the time. Well, I mean, right? I've never filled. I've never filled out a UFO report. Yeah. No, never. Maybe and we should start. We should. Well, I mean, yeah. I uh, don't even file a police report when my credit card info gets stolen. You just get a new credit card. Yeah, I just had the bank take care of it. Yeah. I, I, the <laughs> bank yelled at me once. They're like, "You didn't file a police report." I was like, "No, you do that. You you're the one they stole from." Yeah, I still have my money. <laughs> yeah, you gave it back to me. Thanks. With 104,000. What is that? Like almost 105,000. 100, 100, almost 105,000. That's over 100 sightings per year. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the first recorded flyby occurred in Portland in 1905 where viewers reported seeing a buzzing sphere-shaped UFO that descended from the heavens. But sightings have uh, spiked uh, dramatically over the past 30-plus years, with the reported number jumping from around 5,000 in 1980 to roughly 45,000 in 2010. So most of these are from... So most of them are actually recent. recent. And I think there's a reason for that. I don't think it's really a spike. I think it has to do with the fact that I think it's more widely accepted to report these things now. I think there's less of a stigma these days. So it's kind of like the spike in autism. It's not really a real spike. It's just... It's always been occurring, but now it's reported. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Maybe it's recorded more with um, cell phone technology and and the easy... Well, how many times in like the early 1900s has like a guy walked into the police station and be like, you never believe me. I just saw this giant flying saucer. It stole me from the woods and deposited me outside the police station. Yeah, they would have immediately like, committed it. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. And then they would have thrown the paper they away. They would have immediately committed him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or that. They <laughs> drilled a hole in his skull or something. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, this is, I mean, I, I mean, that's pretty interesting. It's, it's interesting. Um, I think it speaks to more of acceptance in our current time than real, a true spike in UFO occurrences. Yeah. Like, okay. It can be argued that these things have been around since before human civilization. Yeah. I, like, how many people would you, would you think, maybe they haven't seen the UFO themselves, but how many people do you think just accept that somebody has seen a UFO? Uh, like, almost everybody. Yeah, like I, I feel like most people are. Most people might have. Well, most people, everybody might have a different idea about it, but you know, I think everybody, almost everybody, agrees. They're like, yeah, people are seeing shit in the yeah. purest. There's form, something unidentified up yeah, there. Yeah, as in the purest form of UFO, meaning not alien but simply unidentified. Yeah, I would say that most people believe 
that there have been sightings of unidentified flying objects. Yeah, for sure. Whether or not you believe they're well, there aliens are, there comes are, to other yeah, things. Yeah, when, when you use the actual term UFO, unidentified flying object, I mean, even air forces around the world have confirmed they have no idea what they just saw. Yeah. Right. Well, and, we, but, we, but, uh, but there are reports in government documents saying that, you know, People saw stuff above yep. uh, military yeah, bases. We, so, on our own, so I don't think anybody can really argue with that. that. Yeah, I think we're missing the biggest clue of what it could be. A crackhead who got hold to the wrong stuff. That's yeah. true. It could yeah. be that. Uh, Monfort thinks that. that America's rate of internet co- uh, connectivity may explain the large number of U.S. sightings. So that's why he's saying that there's more sightings in the U.S. because like everybody has the internet and right. can just go to one of these reporting agencies and fill out a quick form. Oh, that, okay, that yeah. That helps too. I mean, that's kind of what we were saying. And there's, well, there's always someone who's going to listen to you now. Right. I think it's also kind of ingrained in American culture. X-Files. Well, that and like Roswell and shit like yeah. that. Like, I think if you've seen yes. a UFO, hit us up on Facebook. But Facebook.com backslash mysteriousnesses. That, yeah, if that, with that being said, isn't Mexico like the biggest... Source of UFO sightings? They cover the it up less. Um, in South America, they have a tendency to re- to not cover it up as much as they do up here. That's yeah. why um, I think it was our. It was one of our last. Yeah, we were episodes. talking about the Chilean Navy. Navy. Yeah, we're like, yeah, it could be aliens. And they fully. Well, their scientists it. were like, "Yeah, we don't know what it is." <laughs> I remember that. They're, that video. they're way more open to disclosure. Was that when I was here? Maybe. No, this was like no, the I, last. I remember one seeing or it though. Two. Was like the last episode. By the way, yeah. guys. Um, Episode 5 of Something Planet, June 9th, 2008. Episode titled, na 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 Mothman. Oh That's when we talked about 2008, it. 2008, so not 2008. We also years. talked about Hillary nine. Clinton. What, how weird, how cyclical everything is. Everything is cyclical. <laughs> but nine years ago, holy shit, you guys. That's amazing. All right, uh... Tom DeLonge is back in the UFO news. Uh, proof of aliens, ex-Blink-182, frontman promises big UFO announcement within 60 days. All right. I love all of these th- these uh, UFO guys always give themselves deadlines. Yeah, no. They're like, yeah. your mind is going to be blown in 100 days. Oh, it's like Julian Assange. Yeah, WikiLeaks. Oh, we have we have something that's gonna that's gonna put Hillary Clinton in jail in they, sixty days. You know, it bothers me because I feel like they should know better. I I want to believe that people who are interested in UFO sightings are more invested in science than people who are interested in like apocalypse scenarios. Right. Because they're always like, in April thirty first, two thousand and twenty seven, <laughs> it will be the end of the world. And like they give them an exact date, the day passes. And they go, and Oh nothing- man, we saved it. I think there's only I thirty would- days in April though. Well th- exa- th- th- exactly it- <laughs> point proven. Point well, proven. Did you guys see the Hillary Clinton thing? What? Because David brought it up. Did you see the Hillary What, the UFO thing? thing? No, the thing where she's actually just a swamp hag who has the stretched out <laughs> face of a child. <laughs> well, that's plastered on her skull. That's, that's a verifiable fact. Yeah, no, they found her actual grave that she rose from. <laughs> <laughs> did you make this up? You heard it here first, <laughs> folks. So the, uh, the, the singer-turned-UFO investigator spoke after being named UFO Researcher of the Year by the International UFO Congress. So Tom DeLonge is Researcher of the Year. It's kind well, of sad. I'm glad he's doing something with his free time. I think it's just the same thing like when like Scientologists give Tom Cruise another award. They're like, hey, see, we got a celebrity. You know what? <laughs> yeah, because guess what? If they named any other like UFO researcher, it wouldn't make news. Like, if we named Joe... 
if Lauren Lance schmuck. won UFO yeah, if Researcher Lauren, Yeah, if Lauren Lance won it, this would not no be one reported. would care. No one would fucking give a shit. It, it just adds... It's, it's just the belief that somebody famous adds weight to your argument. When right, Really, right. if you think about it, it doesn't. It actually... Uh, does it almost takes away? I would rather listen to someone who had, you know, written a fucking book, had some sort of scientific background. Well, that hey, he's putting the work in. He says he's been involved in a mystery project, details of which emerged when emails he sent Hillary Clinton's campaign manager, John Podesta, were released by WikiLeaks oh, during God, the I election just campaign. Him riding around the country in a minivan. Uh, he has also said his mission has seen him hunted by shady officials with his phone being tapped due to the sources. I do appreciate the level of intensity that he's at, though. Full I, commitment on this. Full one. commitment. Like, I did talk some shit, but I do want to temper it with the fact that I respect him. I just don't think that he's the researcher of the fucking year. Yeah, I, well, here's, here's, uh, here's his actual quote. Uh, there's a lot that I can't say, but there's some that I can. But there will be an announcement. Uh, will be an announcement in like... 60 days. See, <laughs> see, that's that's what I don't, that's what I hate. Oh, there's a lot that I can't say. Why? Why is it, right, John, what's the date on this article? This is from today. Uh, yeah, this is from today. So 60 so days 8th. from now, what are we looking at? May. <coughs> so like, like May 8th. Like, like, so like May 8th. <laughs> somewhere around like May 8th. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, so in May we'll be looking for this big. I think fucking I think he's off his rocker. <laughs> but if we get an announcement, I'll be cool with it. Uh, yeah, hey, you know what? Uh, I will. I will put my foot in my mouth if he comes out with a big announcement and proves aliens are real. Yeah, that'll be that'll be awesome. If you give I, a he date, he definitely deserves an award if that happens. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> then he deserves a fucking yeah. award. Yeah, it's not like uh, giving a Nobel Prize Tom to DeLong Bob Dylan. Proves existence uh-huh. of extraterrestrial life on Earth. Okay. Yeah. You win, dude. Yeah. You win. Yeah. You got it. I'm totally We were wrong. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, this is from openminds.tv. Uh, Pennsylvania witness reports unusual lights beaming to the ground. And I don't know why that's the headline because it gets way creepier. <laughs> uh, a Cumberland County, uh, Pennsylvania witness reported uh, an unusual series of huge, bright round lights beaming to the ground level near her property with no sound that appeared to get her dog's attention, according to testimony in cases 82026 and 82029 from the MUFON. Uh, Sounds like ball lightning. Case 8206 was reported on February 12, 2017 for an incident that occurred at about 1.30 a.m. on about November 15, 2016. I sleep soundly, the witness stated. My dog started barking, which woke me up at around 1.30 a.m. I thought she had to use the bathroom, so I took her outside in the backyard. The backyard has an in-ground pool and fence. Behind the backyard is a 12-acre common area. At uh, At the end of the common area is a wooded section with a lot of trees. My dog ran to the left corner of the house facing the front yard and was barking. She ran to the right corner of the house facing the front yard and street and was barking. She repeated this four or five times until I stopped her and brought her inside the house. Uh, The witness first considered conventional reasons that might be causing the dog's problems. Each time she was barking, she didn't go to the bathroom, so I thought maybe she heard someone. Uh... From inside the house, the witness looked out a front window and saw a huge, bright, round light, the witness described the light. The light was extremely bright, similar to an LED light, but the light was yellow in nature. The light had uh, defined edges, so kind of like a laser, like a beam. Okay. (coughs) It had no overspray of light. I walked out 
onto the front porch to see if I could get a better view. There were no sounds or noises. I walked back into the house and watched from the front window. The witness then saw another beam of light. After a few seconds, a beam of light stretched from the round light to the road. The beam of light was the width of a car. Hmm. It originated from the bright round light and stretched to the road. I could see the light on the road. The beam of light lasted a couple seconds, and then it retracted back into the bright round light, and then both lights disappeared immediately. Scanning? The entire sighting lasted approximately eight seconds. Uh, the witness first thought it could have been from a plane. Uh, but there were no sounds or motors or anything. I wiped it out of my mind until I witnessed another light on January 7th, 2017. Now I'm convinced there is something to these experiences. A so, stroke. Possi ah. Possibly. So here's the next report. Uh, again, my dog woke me in the middle of the night. This time she was whimpering again, and I thought she had to go to the bathroom, so I took her outside to the backyard. She immediately ran around the pool four times without ever stopping to go into the bedroom. Uh... And then stopped in the middle of my yard, facing the field behind my backyard, and the dog stopped. At this point, a bright light appeared from the end of uh, this field. It was perfectly round and the size of the house. Oh, it got bigger. Yeah. The light was hovering slightly above the trees. There was no origination point, either above, below, left, or right, to this light. The light uh, tiled downward. I think they mean tilted. Tilted downward, and at that point, the light appeared to be oval-shaped. The mm. edges of the light were defined, with no shadows or extending light from it. There were no noises or sound. As a matter of fact, everything was unusually still and very dark that evening. My dog uh, was frozen, and she did not move. The light lasted approximately seven seconds and then disappeared quickly. As soon as the light disappeared, my dog ran to the front of the fence facing the front yard and began growling. She growled four separate times and then stopped. I immediately called for her and went into the house. When I came inside, I checked the clock. It was 2.24 a.m. I looked out the front window to see if I could see anything to justify why she was growling, and I did not see anything. But I did not go outside in the front yard. I was scared at that point. Yeah. Uh, but when the witness woke the next morning, her left forearm felt sore. I brought my dog downstairs and then looked at my arm. It was bleeding, swollen, and red. The area that was swollen was about the size of a golf ball. Within this swollen area were four bite marks. Uh, the four red bite marks were positioned to look like a smile. Above this smile is one additional bite mark, which is located above and in the center of the four marks. The swelling is down and the redness is gone. However, as of February 12, 2017, there is still one red bite mark on my arm. The spot still itches and is slightly raised. It feels like something is under this spot. When I woke from sleeping, I realized I had fallen into a deep sleep. While it appeared as though I slept for a very short time, I felt as though I was completely rested. One final thought. Everything during this event occurred in fours. So, huh. if you want to look at the bite mark. I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think if you wanted to get super crazy with it, I It's like I her imagine, dog just bites her while she's asleep because well, he has no, to piss all the time? I don't think it's a that dog That looks way too mark, small for that, though. Because it looks too small First of all, and second of all, the one lone bite mark that's kind of away from the quote-unquote smiley face is positioned almost in the middle so a tooth wouldn't be in that spot of the mouth. Right, that's true. Looks like a teardrop. Uh, yeah, it's in the shape of a teardrop, so that's interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a smile. It looks more like it, yeah, like a drop of water. They could be tick bites. She should check herself for Lyme disease. She should check herself for chiggers. Yeah, also that. That, could, that could be the, <laughs> the, the source of her light. Uh, so this is Pennsylvania. 
I mean, if you yeah, feel true. like something's in there, I would say you should probably go to the doctor. Yeah, yeah. don't go call Mufon. Go to the doctor. See what see what the aliens or implanted. Or if you have in no you. health insurance, cut that bitch. Yeah, cut it open. See I mean, what's in there. That's, that's, a, a that's a trashy shit that I would do. I would just pimple look popper at it. MD on Instagram. Yeah, will help you would just you would just take a razor to it. I would. I'm see fuck, what's in there. I'm really gross. Like, what that. if you found like a little microchip or something? Well, then I would take a picture. Holy <laughs> shit! And have a panic attack. Um, it, and it's call Tom DeLong. Though, because you have kind of the third man effect going on, where it's the incredible darkness, stillness, lack of sound, and all that shit going okay. on. So. I don't know. Maybe intelligent ball lightning sort of deal. It's kind of what it or sounds like. It's marking like. her. Yeah. That's weird. I wonder. You know, she needs. She needs to pay closer attention. Is she having missing time during these instances? Yeah, I feel well, like whoever th- she wrote didn't this list article, the time in the second story. Yeah, whoever yeah, wrote this she... article either didn't include enough information or didn't ask the right questions. Right. <laughs> so yeah, she could be experiencing some sort of missing time, and that's why her dog's growling. You know. Yeah. It's growling because they just returned her. Yeah, because they only... Well, no, they mentioned 1.30 a.m. in the beginning of the article. In the first instance. That, that was the first, first That was the first instance. In so November. It's all, it's all happening around the same time. But she's not mentioning when this shit ends. But maybe she's not having any missing time. I don't or know. Or maybe she's just, you know... But why would they include notice. that in the article that she came back and checked and it was 2.37 what difference does that make? Yeah, I don't it's know. It's not important to the story. Maybe if, unless information's being left out or the right questions aren't Yeah, that's asked. probably what it is. Uh, moving on from UFOs, man shares photos of uh, alleged paranormal encounters inside of his Brooklyn home. Okay. So he's moved in there since uh, 27. He said he has been uh, given a special gift through which he can telepathically communicate with the dead, but he doesn't know how it happened. Uh, I think the spirits saw what I was going through, that I just kept talk, or taking all the bad things that happened in my life, and they were impressed, he said. I'm like a 21st century job. Job. I've been through every trial imaginable. So the delusions of grandeur. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's see these pictures, Like though. the newborn white Christ. Can you guys see these? <laughs> I can't No, yet. it's not casting anymore. We're still anymore. on the last one. Oh, let's see. There we go. Now we are. There we go. You guys see the pictures? I Yes, that could this be. This isn't gross. even the first one. I was started to flip through them before oh, you guys. Oh, that one was creepy as Whoa! hell. <laughs> okay, here's this one. That's a fucking clown. That's a man. clown mask. It's like a weird clown thing that's like, what is that taken in the. So he's taking pictures of mirrors, and these things are behind him. But. Or is he in the mirror? Or is that just him? Is he just wearing a fucking clown oh, mask? Oh, yeah, he could just be wearing a clown <laughs> and mask. And taking a picture. Like. Here we go. What about this one? This is taken from outside the house. I don't see much in. I in mean, the I guess it's maybe. Kind yeah, of maybe in the top right. Maybe it's that's a little like ambiguous. Yeah, I mean, I this, mean, that could just be the. This guy definitely needs a better camera. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what this is. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that <laughs> is. I don't know what I'm looking at here. Uh, These yeah. are pictures of glasses, oh, it wait, looks wait, wait. like. It, oh, is that a glass? Oh, maybe the glass on the left. Maybe there's kind oh, of Oh, there's face. like faces uh, in on the, the right. glasses. Yeah, there's faces in the glasses. I don't, I don't quite see it. Now, that's one. creepy that as one, hell. I don't okay. know what that is. That one's legitimately compelling. This looks like a like a, like a a cross between a sphinx, the Sphinx and George Washington. It does. It's fucking spooky. You guys can check all these out on AOL.com and you you can find it in the show notes. That is really weird. It looks like it almost morphed from like a like yeah. a ninety, almost like a forty-five degree angle, and then down. Let's see. We got another mirror sort is that of. Like thing. an alien. It's in like it? a blob. How about this one? Like uh, I don't really see anything in this. You one. Yeah, see, looks, I see I a face. I kind of see two I eyes. I see a fog for sure, but two 
eyes, but it's yeah. It's something. I don't know what that is. That looks it's shit. like Jupiter through what that is. Telescope. Oh wait, I see the face in that one. Hold on. Here it is. It yeah. looks like an old lady's face. Yeah. Looks like Scream. The painting Scream. Kind of, yeah. Kinda. The Scream. Rather. That I don't see anything. That looks that like look a nebula. Yeah. This is. That looks like, like Fester. That looks like Uncle Count Fester. Chocula. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> it, does. it looks just like Count Chocula. Got a note though that perfume bottle in there is really fucking cheap. That's like some two dollar shit. This person has a shit ton of mirrors just sitting yeah, around. Why? Yeah, why? Why do they have so many mirrors? Because he in communicates their house. with the dead. That's all he does. Is all day. that how you do it? I mean, I guess. But only through makeup mirrors. <laughs> yeah, he's got a lot of weird he's, makeup. Oh, mirrors. he's also a drag well, queen. Well, you can probably buy those cheap. <laughs> yeah, they're like a dollar. They're more expensive than you'd fucking. Think. Yeah, they're. Lo- I, <laughs> I remember Azra, my wife. Uh, Damn. Looking for them, she's like, I want an eight inch. Apparently, like that's one of the big ones you can get, and they're like fifty, sixty bucks. Yeah, yeah. For the, the right iPhone. magnification, is yeah. expensive. I think. Okay, so this current one that we're on looks shopped. This one does look very photoshopped. That David. Yeah, that that looks. Does bad. that not look fucking shopped? Well, it looks like, and it also looks like it's reflecting whatever's directly to the left of yeah. it. Yeah. It didn't look, it looked like a hoarder's house. Yeah. I think. He needs these, to clean are, up. these are all falling apart. Yeah. yeah this this one, I shit. think, is full of shit. This guy's. I think, I bet whoever wrote the, who wrote I mean, this article did this. he could probably really talk to ghosts, but he hasn't taken their picture. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he does communicate with ghosts. He I believe that part. Yeah, that, this is a picture of a mirror in a, in a mirror. Yeah, he. <laughs> Yeah, why is he going for these weird artsy shots? Especially if it's two of those makeup mirrors pointed at each other. Some shit's going to look weird. And he needs to ditch his 2001 camera. Why is it that all paranormal investigators apparently have these Don't know how to take pictures. Yeah. (laughs) They all uh, have digital cameras from because the 90s. otherwise the detail is there. Let's move on. I don't even know what to cl- what category to classify this in, but it's from Cryptozoology News. Uh, astronaut astronaut like humanoid photographed in Scotland, and I'm not so sure it looks like an astronaut. I mean, I can see why they would say that, but uh, a man in the west central lowlands of Scotland said he captured the image of an unknown entity. The anonymous uh, anonymous man said he was walking through the forest with his nephew when he took the photograph. We were on our way back down from Windy Hill in Renfrewshire. He we said. were on the way back down from Windy Hill. <laughs> Windy Hill. <laughs> uh, he said, I decided to take a photo of my nephew who had just walked in front of me. The oh. photographer claims that he felt as if someone was near. Your nephew? <laughs> yeah, maybe it was your nephew. I it felt uh, it was a strange feeling, but I didn't notice anyone. You didn't notice your nephew. Uh, when they returned home and uploaded their photos to their computer, he added he noticed the anom- anomaly right away. There were one or two entities, what looked like small people peering out from the next tree to my nephew. He oh reported. no! Uh, the picture shows his nephew as he walks down a brown path between the trees and. An unidentified white shape to his left that resembles a small and fully dressed astronaut. Fuck, these are gonna be gnomes. The human, the humanoid appears to be walking towards the left side of the woods. Let's see if oh, you can find yeah, it. Oh, I see it. Oh, oh, okay. So yeah, I don't know. The, is that in the? Oh, right there. Okay, hold on. Let me see. That might be just one of those kids from Peter Pan. I kind of like get costume. the astronaut shape. Yeah, but that could be. That could be a kid in one of those, you know, like a uh, Finn from Adventure Time hats. I don't know. It's all white looking, and like the the place where the face should be is totally black. Like yeah, like an astronaut. Black helmet. within black. Like 
here you can see <laughs> here they drew a little arrow oh nice i needed that arrow <laughs> and here's the zoomed in one the resolution isn't that good so if you can see there's like black on that side too that's fucking weird. Oh, this looks like a white Ewok. Yeah, it does. I, I wanted to say gnome, but that doesn't look like that a gnome. That does not look gnome. like a gnome, no. Hmm. Uh, basically, the uh, EXIF analysis, it's unable to reveal any sort of positive doctoring. So they didn't, they didn't remember what camera they took this picture on. Hmm. But when they... What do you do? Do you just put it into Photoshop and then you can kind of see what's been done to it before? Well, is that kind of the no, idea? I mean, the XF data is just what the camera records. It's not going to tell you if there's any doctoring or anything. Oh, it basically okay. just says, oh, it's taken with this this model camera, with this lens, this aperture, this shutter speed. That that's it. Just It's, oh, okay. it's just basically metadata. So basically, you can, you can take that data and then see if something in the photo doesn't match... The data from Kinda, the rest yeah. of it? Is that the idea? Kind of, yeah, but that, I mean, that's... Dave is an expert on this. So you that's could, why I'm asking. You could, doctor it, you could doctor it both ways, though. Like, you yeah, can go there you and what you, were you can to enter doing. your own EXIF data anyways. Yeah, you can change that shit easily. Yeah. Like, yeah, most people, that, most people that are still using a uh, separate digital camera in 2015 are not going to know how to do that. That's true, that's also. True. It's true. It's but very true. But someone could claim to be, well, someone could use that camera, claim to not know what they're doing with it, and then fuck with it. Well, yeah, well. I mean, that's always the case. Uh,. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe that is some kind of weird why didn't he take more pictures? Oh, he didn't. He didn't, he didn't, re he didn't realize, realize it was it. there. Right. Yeah. I mean, it seems like it would be pretty easy to see from where you're standing. I don't know. Sometimes when you're in the woods, you just don't see stuff. Well, I mean, there's so much shit around you, and it's easy to be distracted by other things. Yeah, that you're you looking at that view to be there. To be fair, it doesn't look like it was photoshopped in, and if no. if it was, it was a really good job. Yeah. But I, I don't know if it looks like anything specifically. Go to the zoomed in photo again. There, yeah. It's very odd. I don't know. It could just be a weird plant of some sort. It doesn't look like a pl that bl The white, the stark white against the very black black is... It doesn't look like anything natural that would be in the woods. Right. It does, yeah, it doesn't have the same... It, it doesn't seem to fit the color scheme of the no, rest of that. No, not at, at all. The zoomed in, it almost looks like a juvenile peacock that had just gotten his feathers in at the back. <laughs> I see what you're saying. I don't in the know back. what you're saying at all. No, in the back, it almost looks like a downed like oh, tree, like a fir tree or something like that. But, I mean, the coloring is, is kind of weird. It's, I don't know. Zoom, zoomed in. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it, it's too hard to tell. But anyway, check that out in the show stark. notes. Right now, we got to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about the Mothman and John Ooh. Keel. Richard Gere. Mostly Richard Gere. Welcome back. Uh, yeah, we're talking about the Mothman, and we're already getting a little too excited discussing it off air. Way ahead of ourselves. We just started talking about it started off air. Talking about well, because we do like to talk about it because it's one of the creepiest things ever. But uh, the Mothman is a uh, entity that is anywhere between six and nine feet tall. That uh, was uh, the most popular reports and sightings happened in 1966 and 1967 in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Uh, 
A lot. I know all of us. We've seen the very uh, popular movie. Is it a popular movie? I haven't seen it. I don't know. The Mothman Prophecies. The Mothman yeah. Prophecies. It's a movie based on a book by John Keel. Well, it's very loosely based on a book by John Keel. It's from but like 07, 2007, I think. I think it's from like 2000 or 2001. Early like, 2000s. You're very old. But uh, I had never seen it until recently. I mean, I just, I just like saw two it days the, ago. Yeah, like two days. No, more than two days ago because it took us. Like th- we had at least three days to research this, I think, because I decided when I watched it that this is what we needed to feature on. Right, right. So this uh, it stars the venerable uh, Richard, Richard Gere, Gere. Yeah. Yes. Gerbil Boy, and Laura Linney. <laughs> <laughs> Laura Linney's in it. Yeah, I love Laura Linney. She does a good job. She did a great job in Congo. <laughs> yeah, I thought I, I, well, I'm, well, I'm reading John Keel's book now, so I thought that that character was just kind of added in just to have like a man and woman dynamic or whatever. But yeah. no, the newspaper reporter is a very important part of the of the book. Yeah, apparently she was being harassed by the Men in Black quite a bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, in the movie, it doesn't go in. It doesn't go into the Men in Black encounters, but there was a rash of Men in, Men in Black encounters in Point Pleasant. Oh yeah, well, John Keel's uh, before written whole and after books about Men in mm-hmm. Black in particular. Uh, he's he's actually prolific. As yeah, far he has a lot of really good books. Go. Uh, so on November 12, 1966, five men who were digging a grave at a cemetery near Clenston, West Virginia, claimed to see a man-like figure fly low from the trees over their heads. This is often identified as the first known sighting of what became known as the Mothman. Shortly thereafter, on November 15, 1966, two young couples from Point Pleasant, Roger and Linda Scarberry and Steve and Mary Mallett, told police they saw a large white creature whose eyes glowed red when their car headlights picked it up. They described it as a large flying man with 10-foot wings following their car while they were driving in an area outside of town known as the TNT area, the site of the former World War II munitions plant. During the next few days, uh, other people reported similar sightings. Two volunteer firemen who sighted it said it was a large bird with red eyes. Mason County Sheriff George Johnson commented that he believed the sightings were due to an unusually large heron termed shitepoke. poke. <laughs> 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 so shite poke. They think it was, yeah. Some people think it was a, a heron or a, or a sandhill crane. Weird. I don't know. I've seen those. I don't think they're that big. They're yeah. for one. They don't seem that big. They're not scary at all. No. Nope. And their eyes don't glow red. Yeah. Well, they might if you use like one of those like old disposable thirty-five millimeter film cameras. Well, they don't. Maybe. But they don't have like cat eyes. You know, like how like cat eyes in the dark kind of shine. I don't right. think birds have those. I don't think. Uh, I've never seen a bird at night. Contractor Newell Partridge told Johnson that when he aimed a flashlight at the creature in a nearby field, its eyes glowed like bicycle reflectors and blamed buzzing noises from his television set and the disappearance of his German shepherd dog on the creature. <laughs> oh, I love that story of, uh, of the disappearance of his dog. Yeah, he went out there and the dog uh, was just gone one day. Let's yeah, they found it down the highway. Yeah. Like, 20 miles away. Oh, shit. Just smashed to pieces like it fell from a great height. I don't know if that was real or in the movie. No, that, that wasn't, wasn't in the movie. movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, they didn't mention no, that I at all. I remember specifically that reading that oh, story. Oh, okay. I, I must have read that before, too, because I can uh, like I can visualize it. I just assumed it was in the movie. <laughs> nope. Um, let's see. I'm trying to look for Mothman encounters. Well, it's It's important to note that the Point Pleasant area is considered a window area, which means it's subject to a lot of paranormal happenings. 
And there's a, just a huge history of shit, ha- like awful shit happening in this area. It makes you wonder what the geographical elements are with that area. Like maybe why is it more well, conducive? Let's, let's go to the 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 cornstalk curse then. Okay. Mike, you gonna take this one? Yeah, I will take it. Um, so basically, uh, this is a long article, so I'm really just gonna paraphrase it. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty long. Yeah, the um, the cornstalk curse is cornstalk was the name of this native chief. Um, I forget what his original name is. Or basically, right around this area, this is sort of where white man was encroaching onto Native American land. So the tribes in the area, they kind of formed a, a conclave of tribes, and he was a chief of one of the tribes. His, he called uh, white men called him Cornstalk. I forget what his actual name was. Cornstalk. But uh, there was a small. Just like a mean. It sounds derogatory, kind of like old Cornstalks. Probably over like there. a yeah, really thin, tall, yeah, tall guy there, uh, like you, John. So there was, yeah, like John. There was a fort at Point Pleasant, and. Um, there was a minor skirmish, and the n- natives were um, beaten back by the defenders at the fort. And so later on, after the war was settled, and then the British started using Native Americans to attack uh, colonial settlements, the chief Cornstalk didn't want to have anything to do with that. So he came back to the fort and willingly gave himself up in order to talk. Oh, I think I remember reading something about this happening. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a famous story. Yeah. Uh, so he gave himself up to talk, and they immediately imprisoned him. They treated him really well. They imprisoned him and another chief and another unnamed native. And, Beanstalk. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> Corn silk. <laughs> so then later on... His skin was very smooth. Uh... <laughs> Chief Cornstalk's son comes to try and be like, oh, yo, my, my dad never came back. And uh, so he comes. They throw him in chains, and he tries to enact a prison escape, but he gets killed. Oh. I think you talked about this nine years ago when we talked about Mothman last time. Did I? I, I don't. Re- so. I don't remember this. Anyway, keep going. Well, so Cornstalk's son gets killed, and... Uh, Basically, all the other three that are in there get killed. The other chief and the other native get killed, and Cornstalk gets ends up getting shot because of this. And with his dying breath, he curses basically the the entire land that these okay. people are on. Here's some here's some things that uh, they blame the curse uh, blame on the curse. So probably all the coal mines getting used oh, in yeah. West Virginia. Chief. The worst Definitely. coal mine disaster in American history took place in Monhog, West Virginia on December 6th uh, when 310 miners were killed. So they blame oh, that Jesus. on the curse. That is a lot of miners. That is a, yeah. quite a few. Uh, in June 1944, 150 people were killed when a tornado ripped through the tri-state triangular area. Hmm. Uh, in 1967, the devastating Silver Bridge disaster which that's, sent 46 people Mothman, hurtling definitely. to their death. Yeah. That, that's our which Mothman. Is a, yeah, which is associated with the uh, sightings of the Mothman and strange lights in the sky. And also, uh, you, yeah, it's also it's it's also good to note that during this time when they first started seeing the Mothman in Point Pleasant, before the arrival of the Mothman, there was a spike in UFO sightings. Yeah. So that's pretty interesting. Um, 
1968, a Piedmont Airlines plane crashed in August near the Kanawha Airport, killing 35 people on board. Damn. Uh, Kanawha is the other river. Because Point Pleasant is kind of like at a... at a. It's like a, a tri-state area. A or crossing something. point between two rivers. Okay. Um, there's an interesting thing about Cornstalk that happened after he died. What, so they, they buried him after he died. They... Uh, uh, they buried him near the fort. Wait, did he die in prison? Well, they killed him. Oh, I thought they killed his son. And him. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so in 1794, Point Pleasant was established. For many years, the native chief's grave lay undisturbed, but in 1840, his they fucked with his body so fucking much. In Wait, 1840, what? his bones were removed to the, uh, to the grounds of the Mason County Courthouse where a monument was erected in Cornstalk's memory. In the 50s, a new courthouse was built in Point Pleasant, and the chief's remains, which now consisted of three teeth and about 15 pieces of bone, were placed in an aluminum box and reinterred in a corner of the town's 2 Endy Way Park. What the next fuck is the, the point of that? Next to the grave of a Virginia frontier. I don't know, they did all sorts of crazy shit like that back it, in the day. They, and they keep doing it even more. A 12-foot monument's erected. This is not the only monument dedicated to the period in Point Pleasant, uh, originally, the dedication ceremony was set for July 22nd, but on the night before the event, the, the sky erupted with lightning and struck the upper part of a crane that was supposed to put the monument in place for his grave. Uh, the monument was finally dedicated and stood for years until 21. On that day, another bolt of lightning struck the monument. It was replaced... Um, and, so so yeah, what's the theory here, that, that this curse opened up? Like uh, a sensitive area, or that the sensitive area is already there, and that's why the curse worked. Uh, it could be either or, really. Um, go either way. The, well, like after reading this thing about Chief Cornstalk and the shape of the Mothman, like even though it's huge, it could almost be a, a Native American spirit in like. Well, it my, could be. My question would be um, to follow up your Cornstalk story is is there a specific entity that's associated with that tribe that maybe something of that shape and form might have been associated with that tribe maybe look it up i got the tribe name Um, yeah you got uh i'll go over some more of these so 1968 plane crash 35 people 1970 another plane crash 75 people uh 1976, the town of Point Pleasant was rocked in the middle of the night by an explosion at the Mason County Jail. Housed in the jail was a woman named Harriet Sisk who had been arrested for the murder of her infant daughter. On March 2nd, her husband came to the jail with a suitcase full of explosives to kill himself and his wife and to destroy the building. Holy shit. Both of the Sisks were killed along with three law enforcement officers. So this is a small town. <laughs> this is a small town where shit yeah, gets like fucked up. There's only like 500 or so people in this town. Well, I mean, some of these are like surrounding, you know, the surrounding area for sure. Uh, in 1978, in January, a freight train derailed at Point Pleasant and dumped thousands of gallons of toxic chemicals. Oh, my God. The chemicals contaminated the town's water supply and the wells had to be abandoned. 
1978. In April of the same year, the town of St. Mary's, north of Point Pleasant, was struck with tragedy when 51 men who were working on the Willow Island power plant were killed and their construction scaffolding collapsed. Jesus. Why would anyone live here anymore at this point? Like, that's tragedy after tragedy after tragedy. People are so I don't think people are still stubborn. living here very much. I don't think there's a whole lot of people left. No, here. actually, it, it went into decline uh, in after, like, 1980 or so. Well, I mean... It's basically become a ghost town But now. one of the only things keeping it going is that yearly they have a Mothman festival in September. Also, Trump said he's going to bring the coal jobs back. That's what they're all hoping. So that's good. We're going to have more Mothman he's gonna, sightings. Yeah, he's going to bring back the coal jobs and the Mothman. And the Mothman. <laughs> oh, yeah, and going back to the story of the guy's dog... Uh, I remember reading his exact account of that, and he said the dog kept barking at something, and he did see what a figure outside. I believe he did actually see the Mothman, and the dog was barking at it, and the dog was freaking out, and it got out. And ran away. And well, I found the story, and they never actually found the dog. Oh, okay. I thought they found the dead dog. Yeah, I thought I heard that they found it, too. Like Mike said, like 20 miles away. The thing I, yeah, the thing I just read said that they never found the dog, but uh, there are uh, accounts that they found the dead dog, like, very far away or whatever. Yeah. But it could just be another dead dog. That's yeah. true. Yeah, it's true. Especially, it was never verified. Yeah, especially if it was, like, brutalized or dropped from any sort of height, like... Any sort of dead dog looks like another dead dog at that yeah, point. Yeah, that was that was kind of the thing with the dead dog is it did look like it had been dropped from a height. Mm. Yeah, that's that's pretty creepy. Um, I had I had some of the original Mothman stories brought up, but I, I guess we could just go over them by memory. There was the the couple that we just talked about. Mm-hmm. They said that they saw the Mothman by the TNT factory and was actually being chased by this winged creature that was flying at their car's level. Like, not even high above yeah, like, the ground. It was, like, right in front of dun, them. Dun, 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 and it was going as fast as their car. Fucking no. Yeah. No way. That's that's a shit night right there. There's a... There's also been other Mothman encounters that, uh... There's, there's a few of them right here that we can go over real quick that happened before other disasters. Uh... A figure resembling the Mothman was seen by people in the region of Sion Tem... Tay Dam in early January 1926. On the 19th of January, the dam collapsed and the resulting torrent of water destroyed entire villages in its path. Over 15,000 people lost their lives in the disaster. Oh my god. Since then, it's said that the man dragon has been known as an oracle of doom. So they called it the man dragon in China in 1926. Uh, in Chicago in 1951, uh, Chicago experienced a sizable earthquake, the only one since the city's records began. Several days beforehand, people sailing on Lake Michigan reported a large black creature, bird-like in appearance, flying <coughs> around the skyline. Uh, so yeah, we can go, we can go over the uh, the bridge collapse real quick. Yeah, uh, this, this is probably the most prolific story. It's associated. the quintessential Mothman. Well, there was story. Yeah. hundreds of sightings of him. Yeah, there was yeah. O- there was over a hundred sightings of the Mothman in uh, 1966 and 1967 in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Uh, they they so so there was over a hundred at least uh, in November 1966 and 1967. Uh, the town's Silver Bridge collapsed on the 15th of December 1967, killing 46 local people when it sent cars plunging into the river below and the Mothman was never reported in Point Pleasant again after that. Huh. I didn't know that. 
Yes, you didn't know about the silver bridge collapse. No, I knew the bridge collapse. I didn't know that they never saw the Mothman no, again. This after. is what makes would, the the the, uh, the sightings dwindled out after that. Is this more is accurate. what makes the Mothman so interesting. Is uh, there are very specific points, and one of Point Pleasant and the Silver Bridge is one of my favorites. We're coming up on another favorite of mine, where there are very specific points in history where there are massive. Massive tragedies and and hundreds of sightings of the Mothman leading right up before it. Uh, I just uh, found a website with a lot of the sightings from Point Pleasant documented. Okay. Some of them get pretty creepy, actually. Yeah, let's go over uh, a couple of those after we go through all these ones in history. Okay. Uh, in Freiburg, Germany in 1978... Uh, disaster struck when the Freeburg mine collapsed. 21 miners who were due to work that day were apparently scared away upon seeing a Mothman-type creature at the entrance of the mine, which they called the Freeburg Shrieker. Jesus. They reported a very loud screeching sound that went with it, but did the Mothman save them from death by warning of the impending danger? Interestingly, following the incident, many of the workers reported psychiatric problems. This one is my favorite. Oh, you can go ahead and read that one. All right. Okay, so Chernobyl, Ukraine, 1985 and 1986. Although many skeptics profess no recorded sightings occurred at the time, there are witness accounts from workers who claim to see the Mothman in April of 1985, over a year before the disaster occurred. They told of having nightmares leading up to the accident, which happened on the 26th of April in 1986. Several people saw a huge black bird circling in the resulting smoke escaping from the reactor 4 after the explosion. Hmm. Interesting. And so there are other accounts that state that there were like over 100 sightings of the Mothman around Chernobyl before the accident. Yeah. To be fair, I'd probably have nightmares living in Soviet Ukraine. So. <laughs> That's yeah. fair. And yeah, who knows if the government just didn't get rid of those. I mean, this is like the old, this is the USSR. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't really care about people's lives. Yeah. Uh, in Minnesota in 2007, a reports of the Mothman being seen uh, around June preceded the collapse of the I-35 West Bridge on the 1st of August. 13 people were killed during rush hour. Man, Mothman loves bridges. He does, well, he seems to show up around... Nat not I guess it wouldn't be called natural man made disasters. disasters. Well, not like not not like he never shows up around a terrorist bombing or something like well, that. Well, I mean, it's not reported because that's exactly where I was going to go when you started talking about it. I was like, so we have all these bridges, we have Chernobyl, we have the stuff that went on a in dam. Freiburg, we have the dam, the mines. But the, the I don't think any of us have looked in because I didn't know about. The, the mines or the dam as well. I don't think anyone, any of us looked into Pearl Harbor. I don't think any of us thought to look into 9-11. What if there's some shit that was reported that no one's attributed to the Mothman yet? No, but we saw Batman right before the Twin Towers collapsed. Yeah. Who the fuck knows? What I'm seeing here, though, are all things against nature. You have a dam that's... That's the constricting well, and of then a Chicago of a, is an earthquake. And that's an earthquake. Uh, the br a bridge, a mine, a bridge going across water. That's not a natural thing. That's uh, true. A mine. That's not a natural thing. You know, digging yeah, up the so earth. It's like a forest fire. It's right. Something man-made. What would you say about a nuclear reactor then? What would you say? Well, for that's Chernobyl? that's creating energy out of out of almost nothing. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's something obviously uranium, which yeah. you get from mining. Yeah, that's a, that's another mining thing. But that's that's almost like. If you go down to like 
earth like Gaia and everything like yeah. that. That's way against that. So we're kind looking of at water and earth elements, possibly. Yeah. If, if uh, I, I actually didn't save this story uh, because it's just it's just on such the the crappiest weird website, <laughs> it could be totally false. But there is a report of someone seeing Mothman before the Fukushima disaster. Oh shit! In 2011. But it's a poorly written article. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. I read it earlier in the day, and it's it's not it's I, I don't know it's, it's not very it's not worth reading. But basically, they were on a business trip in Japan and saw the Mothman a week before hmm. the huh. Fukushima disaster. But it you know that could just be somebody. Who's it could just be some weird person in Japan. Just, yeah, honestly, yeah. bullshit. You know <laughs> what is that? What's that one district you can go to where they're all dressed really cool and Shibuya? weird? Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> Mike, you want to go some over some of the creepy ass Point Pleasant encounters before the Silver Bridge collapsed? Yes. Um, oh yeah. I so love the these. following night after the the couple that was at the old the two couples that were old at the old TNT plant. Right. The night after that, several armed townspeople combed the area around the TNT plant for signs of the Mothman. Yeah, people believed them. You yeah, know, no, this was... yeah, that's the thing. People believed them. <laughs> this like, might add to Lauren's theory that we're gonna have coming up. Uh, mm. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Raymond Wamsley and Mrs. Marcella Bennett, with her infant daughter Tina in tow, were in a car en route to visit their friends, Mr. and Mrs. Ralph Thomas, who lived in a bungalow among the igloos, concrete dome-shaped dynamite storage structures erected during World War II. The igloos were now empty, some owned by the county, others by companies. They were heading back to their car. I want one of these igloos. They sound cool. Yeah. They were heading back to the car when a figure appeared behind their parked vehicle. Uh. Mrs. Bennett said that it seemed like it had been lying down, slowly rising up from the ground, large <laughs> uh. and gray with glowing red eyes. No. Uh. While Wamsley phoned the police, the creature walked onto the porch and peered in at them through the window. Uh, on November 24th, four people allegedly saw the creature. What, what do you do when that happens? Yeah. Shit your pants. Shit That's your pants you and do. drive as fast as you can, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's all you can do. Yeah, well, it was looking into his fucking house window. Like, yeah. Uh, on the morning of the 25th of November, Thomas Urey was, was driving along Route 62, claimed to see the creature standing in a field. Then it spread his wings and flew alongside his car. Kind of likes to do that. Yeah. On yeah. November 26th, uh, Ruth Foster of Charleston reportedly saw Mothman standing on her front lawn, but the creature was gone by the time her brother-in-law went out to investigate. Further, the next morning, the creature alleged, allegedly pursued a young woman near Mason, West Virginia. Uh, it was also reported the same night by two children. A Mothman sighting... So there's multiple sightings in the same night. Yeah. In some cases. Yeah, was again reported on January 11th and 67. Uh, was this after the bridge? And several other times the same year, fewer sightings of the Mothman uh, have happened after the bridge. So yeah the, yeah, the creepiest one was when they actually went to look for him. And he showed up behind their fucking car. Yeah, that's... Why didn't they shoot him? Uh, well, the, the biggest question here, I think, is why did they go looking for him? What, okay, so what happens if you shoot the Mothman and it doesn't do anything? Uh, I don't then know. you just yeah. piss it off, probably, and I don't want to piss it off. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I would if I if you're out looking for it, you probably assume it's an animal of some kind, right? Do you? I don't know. If you if you're out, I don't know what. I mean, hmm. It. 
Uh, people seem to believe that the Mothman was a real thing even then. I so. don't. I don't know because there's part of me that wants to say, if you're if you're going out looking for the Mothman, maybe you just believe it's a crazy weird animal, right? Right. But then, like a sand crane. Yeah, you're yeah, gonna kill guess the like biggest a sand, sand crane, crane ever. Killer sand crane. But then I'm like, wait, Lauren, you want to go hunting for ghosts? So why does it? Why do you feel like it's unusual for someone to yeah, look for a supernatural thing? It's adventurous. I think at their deepest level, they don't believe it's real, and they want to pr- prove to themselves that it's not that real. It's not real. But they fucked themselves in the long run. And, and now I think then they that's proved what that it was is. real. Yeah. So was that yeah. guy, last guy's name Yuri? Yes, U-R-Y. U-R-Y? Is yeah. U- oh, okay. Oh, that's a weird name. That's a very weird name. Because I, I, I thought it was like Y-U-R-I, like Russian. That's I was, what I assumed. I was putting things together, like Freiburg, Germany. I just looked it up. That's in East Germany. Mm-hmm. In the 70s, that would have been communist Russia okay. taking over. Chernobyl, Ukraine, China. I don't know if China was communist back in the twenties, but but uh, it was wrong. So my so. theory's pretty out much th- right after is when that happened. Yeah. So. Oh, so you're thinging ties to communism? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> he, he's you know, a stretch. Well, in the fifties, Point Pleasant is, is was a hotbed of communist sympathizers. Where was Point, Point Pleasant. Pleasant? Are you kidding? No, he, yes. he's, he's still making like, that totally shit making up that so up. hard. <laughs> it, no, but it, that would have been a nice little bow on it, though, yes. David. I was trying to make it work. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Yeah, there's a there's a newer Mothman sighting in Point Pleasant. This is from uh, 2014. Shit. Uh, a 16-year-old Tennessean who provided his full name but was admitted as per the standard code of journalism ethics regarding disclosure of the identity of a minor told Cryptozoology News on Thursday that he was visiting a friend in Point Pleasant, a West Virginia town with a population of 4,000. So, yeah, very, very small town. Jesus Christ. That's a smaller town than Twin Peaks. Yeah. Uh, he said I was spending the night with a friend said let me move this to my other screen here I was spending the night with a friend said the Keaton Tennessee resident we both saw a black figure outside the house standing in the road I thought it was a giant owl of some sort the two friends were hiding behind a window and constantly peeking out to see if the cryptid was still there. It would not go away, the witness explained. After a while, he says they decided to go out of the house with a baseball bat and yelled at it, but the alleged beast admitted a loud, ear-deafening screech and flew away. Like the Freiburg Shrieper. Shrieper. Yep. So, yeah, there has been reports that it, that it shrieks real loud and pierces your ears. The eyewitnesses said the creature was about seven feet tall, jet black, and with an owl-like face featuring dark red glowing eyes. Shit. It had no fur, only skin. The wingspan was uh, at least six or seven feet across. No pictures or videos were taken of the incident. Uh, so then this is explains about the original sightings. When you were going through it, I was like, well, I don't hear red eyes, so it's probably just a bird, blah, 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 blah. And it shrieked. And, and then it was at the seven end, feet tall. yeah, and at yeah. the end you revealed that, and I was like, "Well, shit." Um, if anyone in the Point Pleasant area is listening, leave. Yeah, why are Just you there? Just move. Yeah, you you have you you maybe have five friends there. You'll make new friends. Get the fuck out. Like, this was three years ago, though. Like uh, all the other incidences, it was within a were, year. Within a year. Well, it could also be some sixteen-year-old wanting to have something to say. Those yeah. kids yeah. might have already died in a car crash. Or yeah, they that. Could all be ghosts. <laughs> they could all be ghosts. We can't look them up. They didn't give a name, so there's really no way of knowing. TD. Those kids could TD. both be dead. Yeah. 
They could be. And when he says visiting a friend, that you, you don't drive all the way to Point Pleasant to visit a friend. No, you know why? Pussy. Pussy. <laughs> that's some fucking... What are we talking about here? Pussy, pussy right? That's it. That is. No, that's like as close to Canadian girlfriend pussy as you can get while still being real and in the United States. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, that was definitely a hookup. Nobody's driving to Point Pleasant. For any other reason. In 2014? <laughs> yeah, that was a Tinder unless, hookup. Unless he's super into uh, supernatural shit and he went for the festival. He doesn't say what time of year he went, did he? No. So, you know, maybe he already knew about this shit, went for the festival, and wanted to make a big fucking deal out of it. You know? Uh, yeah, let's go into your theory real quick, Lauren. Um, and I do like this theory, and I know we talk about it a lot on the show, but it's the theory that the Mothman is just some sort of tulpa. Yeah, I mean... You know, this kind of actually does tie into the whole cornstalk I exactly. I imagine this will just be a reoccurring theme in the show because it's so easy to explain a lot of supernatural Yeah, explain shit. to David and the listeners, in case we have any new ones, exactly what a tulpa so, is. basically, a tulpa is a... Um, a very concrete thought. So if you can imagine something, um, to like imagine a being, like its emotions, its feelings, what it looks like, all of that, but on a very deep visceral level where you feel an emotion when you think about this thing. If you think about it that fucking hard... Think about it like it's a real object. Like it's a real object. Like it's a like it's not just in your head. Like it pu- like it exists outside of you. Like the secret. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Like the secret. <laughs> you can create this other um, intelligent being. And so my thought is, is that the Mothman may be a precursor to disaster, and not a supernatural other higher being sort of scion of disaster. You're saying it doesn't have its own intelligence. No, I'm saying that it's designed by the people who live there. Yeah, it does have its there. own intelligence, but well, it's... Well, but it's, it comes from the people who live there. Right. Um, so the idea is that we all have the ability to preconceive danger. Um, I mean... Our monkey like very lizard brain. Primitive level. Yeah, yeah, on a very primitive level, we're we're trained in order to survive. We know how to see danger. However, where we're at in a, on a modern level, we disregard it. We get a weird vibe, but we're like, nah, I'm just being stupid, and you push it to the back. It's like the same thing is like uh, when uh, was that in Malaysia when the tidal wave came, all the. Uh, all the animals ran to the highest point in the area. And all the people were like, what the like, fuck are they doing? Like <laughs> a half an hour, an hour before. That's exactly <laughs> it. That's exactly it. It's, a, it's that deep lizard brain animal feeling where you know something's wrong. You feel it in your balls. You feel it in your balls. But as a... Your metaphorical balls and a, your physical balls. Yeah. As a modern human being, you're like, nah, fuck that. I'm just being crazy. And so you just push it back. But I think that the Mothman is a manifestation of that deeper fear, that deeper knowing that shit's going to go bad. And my big point is that... So, so what you're saying is like people every day, they're driving across this bridge on yes. their commute. And every day, 
maybe it's just like the slightest little bit of feeling when they drive across that or just like something that you know wouldn't even be maybe no, a normal a audible perception yeah yeah like a weird creaking noise the that maybe they didn't even register on a conscious level just their yeah. subconscious picture. No, they're, right they're listening to music they're not thinking about it but deeper down and they just feel a little tweak yeah they're like uh, oh, that's kind of odd but they just pass through it doesn't matter but it still occurs deep down there and they're deeper subconscious it happens and so they start manifesting this idea of fear now a big winged beast with bright glowing red eyes would scare the shit out of any human being hands down so it's like a subconscious like just uh just just a fear it's yeah. like it comes out at night yeah. And it's it, it blends into the shadows. It flies. It has red eyes. Yeah. What I like about your theory, Lauren, is I've always had this theory that humans on a subconscious level are really good at picking out patterns. Mm-hmm. It's like, have you ever thought about... This is back before there was streaming of TV episodes when everyone had cable. Did you ever have a time where you thought of a particular episode and later that day it was a rerun of that same exact episode? Yeah, or, yeah that kind of thing happens all the time. Yeah, or, or like um, you're thinking about someone that you haven't talked to in a long time and then you hear from them like within the hour or no, something like that. human beings... Yeah, you get a text. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You get a text from them. And that's what I'm saying. I feel like we're, we, we recognize patterns more than we think and that would be like, oh, you know through all these calculations in our head. I haven't heard from this person in a long time. Maybe they're going to text me soon or reach out to me because... No, we are biological computers. We are meant to find patterns. And I think that even though we have this understood idea of what life is like and what it's supposed to be, and we grasp onto that very deeply, but on a deeper level where we're not consciously thinking about it, there's a reality that something feels wrong and it's going to manifest. So you have all these people going over this bridge every fucking day going, something feels something wrong. Something feels wrong. And then that energy, that thought energy, mm-hmm. even on a subconscious level, creates this other being that's suddenly trying to warn them because you'll notice. Like, hey, don't live here anymore. Yeah. It's cursed by a guy out. named Cornstalk. Exactly. <laughs> because it doesn't, You in these stories of the Mothman, it's not like the Mothman comes and kills these people. He scares the hell he out of them. He scares the shit. And if you're going to try to reach out to someone that you can't talk to, Say there's somebody who speaks in a language to you, but you know that they're standing on a fucking mine, and the and you've got to get them to move. How are you going to get them to move? That reminds me. You're going to scare them off the fucking mine. That reminds me of a great uh, explanation in the Mothman Prophecies movie, where Richard Gere asks the uh, a professor is like, "So are these beings gods? Like, can they see through time?" He's like. And the professor's like, no, look at the, look up at this building over there. Like, see how far you can see. All right, you see, you only see this much. Now imagine the window washer up on top of this building. He can see a lot farther than you. Does that mean he's a god? The, these, and he said basically that these mothmen just happen to be able to see a little bit further down. Or the it's road just a, collect, it's, it's our collective, uh, 
it's humanity's collective self-conscious. Yeah, you know? and it's trying, which to- is a higher power in some regards. Yeah. It's like, it, it, like like yeah, everybody's self-conscious. If it was somehow co- the energy of that was combined together, it would be God. Well, it'd be a super. It Especially would be a super over 200 computer. years of believing in a curse too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's I believe it is some sort of thing, thought form, tulpa, or whatever that is a scion of warning. So if you start seeing this shit out and about, fucking move. There's some shit going on. And yeah, you if you see a Mothman it, late at night, do not jump into the panel van with the door open. Take a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Yeah, like get the fuck out. And I, I, I do believe that's kind of what's going on here. I mean, these the Mothman sightings were only for... Like a week or so, I think before. It was a year. No, it was a year. It was a year before. Oh, yeah. Same at Chernobyl. It was a year. But yeah, that's uh, what Lauren's point is that you know that bridge, you know, probably wasn't. Uh, I don't think the bridge failed all at once. You know, yeah, no, it was no. just over time. And it was over time. Yeah. Well, what's interesting about that bridge is they never found out a specific reason why that bridge failed. And it was also reported that there was a flash of light, uh, right when the bridge collapsed, mm-hmm. but that could be attributed to uh, power lines hitting the water. Power lines, steel rubbing against steel and making sparks. There's a lot of things that go on there. Uh, I think it was the slow degradation, degradation of that bridge and people subtly noticing it over over that year. Yeah, as it, and, and, then, and then the Tulpa theory, it, it does fit. And uh, it, it that fits for a lot of things. Like as I, I started to read the Mothman prophecies by John Keel, and he mentions a report at this old cabin of this like old goat or of this go- ghost that's in like old timey garb. And this, this you know this was written you know thirty years ago at least. Uh, this old timey ghost that uh, haunts around this cabin is wearing like a a cape or like a cloak. And like a wide-brimmed hat, just like the Hamburg burglar, just like the Hamburglar. <laughs> and uh, and so John Keel looked into it, and there was uh, there was no there was no ghost sightings before twenty years before the time that this was written. And so he looked at everybody who had stayed there, and he found out that the author of the Shadow series uh, had stayed there for two years and had written at least one Shadow novel a month. Shit. So, what's the Shadow series? Did they make a movie of that? Yeah, Shadow, the yeah. Red Tie. Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Okay. Could, what evil lurks in the hearts of men? The yeah, Shadow like a cape knows. and a hat. Okay. You know? yeah. And a very pop. So yeah, uh, everybody thought that it was like yeah. a ghost from like a Civil War spy, a ghost of a Civil War spy that was probably killed there. But no, it was it was this guy who concentrated w- so hard on his character, he had brought this character to life. Or what if that literally? It, what yeah. if that just inspired the character too? That, I mean, that's also way possible. I mean, yeah, also he just possible. looks outside and he sees a ghost <laughs> creeping around. Well, and the, he's well, like, the thing about that is, it wasn't seen before. It wasn't that. seen before. Yeah, yeah, yeah that guy, the author, never saw it. So, so, I, so there's a hard argument that him thinking about this character brought it into being. Yeah. So, somewhat. so, so maybe. Yeah. So I, I, I guess, I, I guess the uh, it's the secret, y'all. It is. It's the secret. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> I think the lesson here is that uh, we should not ignore our, our su- sub... Uh, go with your gut. Our, yeah, go with your gut. Go with your gut. Go with your gut feeling. Don't ignore the collective uh, subconscious. Yeah. You know, everybody. if everybody's kind of 
acting sketchy all at once, like like that pro- usually means that something is about to happen. If People it, in your town start seeing Mothman, it's time to Well, leave. I think it comes yeah. down to if it feels bad, it probably is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a bad feeling in my gut about something and it turned out, oh, it was okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I get that all the time, actually. Whenever I'm crossing the Courtney Campbell, that bridge. Yeah. I always get the feeling that because you can't see the other side of the bridge until you're on top of it. Right. Oh, like you get to the top and it's just gone. Yeah, I <laughs> always get that feeling. That's no. Just, no, but that's an irrational fear. You that's can recognize that as an irrational fear. Every bridge I go on, I imagine the cars are just falling off the ends. <laughs> no one's warning anybody. Yeah, they're just <laughs> falling off, and that's why you'll notice I white knuckle the shit out of every bridge I go on. I lose my fucking shit. Which, if you don't, if you have a fear of bridges. Don't watch the Mothman prophecy because you'll shit your fucking pants, which my, Mike right. didn't tell me about. My great aunt had a fear of bridges as well. Well, let's. Uh, but let's she died at the age of ninety something. So there you go. From a bridge. From a no, bridge. No, it, it was not a bridge. A bridge fell on her. No. Uh, now let's move on to something a little bit lighter before we get out of here. Uh, we tried to have sex with ghosts, and here's what happened. Woo-hoo! Ghost pregnancy. Ghost pregnancy. <laughs> uh, So spectrophilia, sexual intercourse between living human (laughs) beings and ghosts, is a phenomenon with a history that dates back centuries. The folklore of many cultures include... Bobby Brown? Yep. (laughs) Many cultures include... uh, I don't like this. (laughs) Sight. Getting it on with ghostly entities. Yeah. Gods, demons, Caspers, you name it. Caspers? That sounds like a derogatory term for ghosts. That sounds sounds racist. Get out of here, you Caspers. Dirty little Caspers. (laughs) In modern day, though, barely anyone talks about ghost sex. It's pretty much like Kesha and Paranormal 2 actress Natasha Basic. Not even one Kardashian has Instagrammed about it. So... Uh, I don't want to go into these whole girls' experiences. I went down Wait, through it. Wait, what's the steps? I, yeah, I no, went down the, through well, it. Also, they said, we decided to fuck some ghosts. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, think that, I think that's important to say. That, that is important. They did decide to fuck some That was their decision. Ghosts. So I won't ruin it for you if they, if, they, if they got fucked by ghosts or not, but I did want to go through the steps to seducing <laughs> a ghost. Okay. Quick. You got to leave out oh, there are, gu- are you going to go over the guidelines? Those might be important. Yeah, we're going to go over the guidelines and the steps. Okay. All right. Go sex 101. Is this where we hold hands? Yeah, here's a... Uh, yeah, everybody hold dicks. <laughs> uh, number one, know that it's real. Take it seriously. Be as goofy as you want. Have tons of fun, but know that you are really inviting a real spirit from beyond in, literally, and opening a real portal to other realms. Two, know your belief system. Who are you going to call if you get scared? God, your angels, your guides, your higher self, your cat, doesn't Hitler. matter. So you got to have a belief system, I guess. I, You know Wait, what? So are, is this if like I, being it, the Masons? If I'm having sex with a ghost, I'm calling you guys on the phone. Okay. Yeah, okay. Not like, yeah, not like a prayer. I'm just going to call you guys and be like, this is happening right now. <laughs> yeah. It's like that scene from Ghostbusters where Ray's yeah. getting a ghost to go down on him. I, yeah. I guess the idea is that whatever the fuck you end up fucking is a lesser entity than whatever your higher being is. Okay. But I, I feel like... They should that's be clearer kind of, about that. Well, that's kind of hopeful, don't you think? If you open up your space and like, hey, I would like some incorporeal being to fuck the shit out of me, it could literally could be, dangerous. be anything. It, yeah, it could, could be dangerous. It could be, could be fucking man. dangerous. Could yeah, be I don't think people should be... Dead creepy uncle. Yeah. yeah Finger people, blasting you. Oh, that God. Would be, that would be dead old... 
creepy uncle. Oh, Guys, your old creepy uncle that tried to molest you several times. And never, you never got it in life. And that was what now kept him, him as a ghost. You. That was his unfinished business. Oh. <laughs> Guys, word of advice, don't open portals. Yeah. Just yeah, please. Don't, all right, keep going. Here's number three. Don't get scared. Fear will do two negative things. One, fear will prevent it from happening altogether. Or two, fear will bring in the wrong kind of energy, a darker energy that will feed on your fear. Ghost dad. <laughs> Bill Cosby. Oh, oh God. Oh. <laughs> no, that what this if it's is fear of not being able to get it up. Um, <laughs> That's a darker energy that will feed on your fear. You're probably That's fine. the darkest energy. That's the darkest energy. Uh, know that this is our realm of existence. They have to play by our rules. They have power over you only if you give it to them. So make sure you have a safe word. Yes, have a safe. <laughs> have fun with it. Let go of any preconceptions of it being evil or bad. Keep it in good, healthy, and fun. Keep it good, healthy, and fun. Uh, the steps. Be in a great personal space. Clean, happy, good mood. Be in your good senses. Fuck you. If I'm going to fuck a ghost, I'll be as dirty as I want to be. I haven't taken a bath in three days. Guess what? You can't get herpes from me. It doesn't matter. You're a ghost. Ghosts can't contract whatever the fuck I've got Fun going fact, on. you also can't wash herpes off in the back, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> just, that's just to, to note all right, that. All right, note taken. <laughs> note taken. Either way, you're not going to get a fucking UTI from fucking me because you're a ghost. It doesn't matter how dirty I am. Yeah, also, you know, who cares? Get dirty yeah. with it. Yeah, uh, be nasty. Prepare your space. Candles, incense, mood lighting, sexy music. Just as just as if you were inviting a living lover. <laughs> do not burn sage. That will keep spirits away. Okay, what do you think about that? Is that a good advice? I guess. I mean, actually, no. Actually, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that, no. You should have a sage blunt on hand in case things get well, a little rapey. <laughs> well, because sage isn't to keep all spirits away. Just evil spirits, right? Just evil spirits. So if the only spirits that are going to fuck you are evil spirits, you probably don't want them in your pussy or sucking on your dick Or you're evil way. and you do want that. Or you do want that. I don't care. <laughs> I want some of that evil pussy. <laughs> I think sage is a plus if you're going to do this, From honestly. Uh, define your space and set its boundaries, i.e. bedroom only. Uh, protect Number four, protect your space in whatever way works with your belief system. So I guess put a cross up if you're a Catholic. Uh, I don't okay, know. so line the room wizard, with salt. Yeah, if you're a wizard circle. Uh. So do these ghosts interact with every belief system? That's where yeah. that's where this whole thing falls well, apart. Well, I me. think it. I think it comes. I think it's just going with the be like belief systems are only real uh, because real you believe you in them. Actually, believe your in belief. It. So you have the power. power. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yes. you're you're imbuing. It's the same thing with like the topa. It's like. Like Catholicism is real if you truly believe it's real. It is real. Yeah. So I it's the you. idea that humans are the strongest computing power in spirituality. So if you believe it, you've computed it as real. We're psychic 3D printers. True that. Number five, start doing some slow, deep breathing. Begin visualizing uh. your ghostly level. <laughs> level. Uh. <laughs> what it, he, he, she feels like, etc. Ask the universe or whomever, to send you a ghostly lover. <laughs> the secret! <laughs> be very clear that you want it to be positive, good, loving, and light. As well as hot, of course. Of course. 
<laughs> Six, softly add a chant to your deep breathing. Something short that you can repeat easily, like, oh, fuck come you. to me, loving spirits. <laughs> or like, fuck me hard, long dick grab spirits. Me by the fuck me hard, long grab dick me by spirits. The gr- Are you going to do this tonight, Lauren? Give me them grits. No. I like step seven the best. How about <laughs> some grits? Give me them grits. Step seven, believe. <laughs> That's it. That's, <laughs> that's, it. that's no, it for no, seven. There's, there's, oh, Eight. oh, yeah. Hopefully you will start feeling sensations. You may hear something, smell something, notice orbs of light or shadow. Hopefully the physical sensations are coming. Often a feeling of pressure on the body, the feel of a soft touch, and then different forms of sexual stimulation. Enjoy it. There's an explanation point there. That's why I had to say it like that. Ah. Might just be asphyxiation if you're slowed yeah, to breathing. Like choke down. me. Choke me, you ghost <laughs> bitch. You're guaranteed hallucinations what are you, if a you faggot? You can't even yourself. get it up, you faggot ghost fuck. <laughs> just get real evil. Yeah, you're real, real nasty with it. With it. Maybe, th- maybe that's what the it's ghost is into. It's for me to though. have a fun time. Yeah, maybe the ghost is into that. It's yeah. not about what the ghost wants. <laughs> yeah. They're dead. You know, yeah. they don't have rights. They're fucking greedy for it. Yeah, they're it. lucky they're getting anything. They get. <laughs> yeah. Throughout your encounter, communicate with the spirit. Make sure there is mutual respect and that nothing is done or allowed and that you are not happy or comfortable with. Okay, so we just went over that. So we just went over that step. Is it is this good for you? Are are, are you sure? I mean What's wrong? Are you okay? All right, um I, I gotta come. Where where do you want me to come? Where do you want me to come? Can you I want me to come on your on your astral tits? Can I come on your <laughs> can I come in your astral body? Can I come in your astral hair? Just don't just don't <laughs> Just don't ectoplasm in my face. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, when it's over, thank the spirit. This is number 10. You can decide if you want to invite it back or not and close the veil or portal that you open. Consciously, verbally state that all entities must leave and that you are closing the veil. All right, boys, everybody out. Like it was just a gangbang. Oh, I love it. Like, everybody the, out. You too. You too, dirty At Mike. the end, there's just a shit ghost emoji at the end of this fucking list. Oh, there's ectoplasm everywhere. But yeah, like the the last step is just close the veil, however the fuck you want. Like there's no steps to it. There's no way of doing that. Just like yo, just close it, dude. What if else? You be- what if else? you believe that you're doing it, it'll work. What else is in if here? If you believe it, it'll work. What happened to them? I want to know. I, you know what? That that's that's gonna be. Uh, we can talk about it on the next episode, but I don't want to spoil it. I want everyone to come here uh, to this BuzzFeed article <laughs> and uh, of course and, it's BuzzFeed and see what happened to these dirty ghost loving bitches. Oh. My it's International God. Women's Day, so come and come and see what happened. All right, uh, that's it for the show, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, make sure you check out our sister show. Or no, wait, this is the sister show. Our brother show, <laughs> Something Planet. You can get that our at somethingplanet.com. Definitely, yeah, molester uncle show. <laughs> that's apps. Um, uncle Lawrence. <laughs> you, uh, remember, you guys can also listen to us now on uh, iTunes. Uh, Stitcher Smart Radio and uh, Bubba, Bubba Army Radio 1. And yeah. that's uh, 6 p.m. Uh, every Saturday. So if you're listening to us from there, we're glad to have you listening. Remember, you can uh, download all of our o- old episodes at mysteriousnesses.com. And uh, make sure you hit us up on Facebook if you have any experiences or ideas for future shows or just things that you want to discuss with us. Uh, check out facebook.com backslash mysteriousnesses and actually we'll get we'll get an email pretty soon so if you guys aren't on Facebook you can get to us uh, through email if you want to be a little bit more anonymous you know 
you can you know make a fake account and like send us some bullshit. I yeah. so. I fuck ghosts at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll have that. I'll get working on that. We'll have that by the next episode for sure. Awesome. Uh, so thank you guys so much for listening, and uh, thank you, David, for being on the show. Yeah, again. no problem. Watch thank you. Thanks for having me. And uh, David's podcast is called the uh, Seriously Casual Podcast. That's S R S L Y. Yeah, it's we very the, confusing. We did the uh, the whole you know meme speak thing. Yeah, for, you for should, the kids. You should also just get seriouslycasual.com. I was thinking that too, and then just <laughs> link it to that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just, <laughs> we might have that actually. So it is an audio form. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But yeah, so seriously casual spelled in meme speak. Uh, you can listen to that on iTunes and Stitcher and all that too. Thank you guys so much for listening, uh, and we will see you next time. Woohoo!